Well, are you a doctor? You know how you find out if it's no. sentient? This is how you find out if it's sentient. Do you think Star Wars Episode One was good? <laughs> and if it says yes, screw you. You're not alive. Like You're it. not sentient. I like it. <laughs> I haven't liked anything Star Wars since... Before we start, what's the pronunciation of this word? Sen- sentient. Okay. Sentient. Sentient. I always thought it was sentient. Just think S-E-N-S-H-E-N-T. Sentient. Yeah, okay. Well, I was I, just checking before we started saying it differently. I used to the, say sentient. Yeah. I like how... I'm still going to say But it. I like saying sentient. Yeah, but it sounds so... Yeah. What? It sounds so nerdy. Dude, <sighs> do you, think about that statement for but a bit. Well, I know, <laughs> but, it, but, not in, but not in a good way. Bitch is fired. Not yeah. in a good way. <laughs> get, get the hell I, out. I hear Sheldon we in my headphone thing. We went all freaking sentient. week without somebody getting I'm fired. Sentient. <laughs> sentient. Sentient. Most days. Sentient sounds to me more sounds more intelligent. Sounds sentient. like it, it sounds like a, a bad itch. Unless you say <laughs> unless unless you say sentient. Yeah. Sentient. Put the emphasis on the first syllable. Sentient. Is this gonna be yet? is this gonna be one of our arguments we have in the company? Like, cause I we should talk about this on the. Well, I guess we're recording. Yeah, right? he's recording. He said, I know, but he, I want this to be part of the podcast yeah, itself. He said, or the opener. He said, "Dumb beep." Like, I won't say the word because I know he's recording and he might use it, and I don't save him some time on. You know, Apple doesn't like that. Dumb word. beep beep. We have a, like a rated. Sentient. I think I made us PG rated. I didn't make us a on Apple Podcast our rating. I, I would. Keep, I would hate to see a parent listening to their child listen to us. You never know. What are, you, guidance. what are you listening to? Oh, what's this nerd Those brands? Weird people. Yeah. <laughs> what are you listening to this nerd brands? What is Don't that? you listen to this ever again? Yeah. Tell, okay. You're all about the impressions today. Yeah, man. That's Marge right I'm there. I'm just waiting, you know, I'm just I, waiting for uh, Matthew McConaughey. And then I'm out of here. For, <laughs> I'm out of here for good if that happens. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not coming back. I'm not. I won't. I won't. I refuse. Man, I got away with so many impressions. <laughs> I know. I'm sure you did. Yeah. See, John doesn't like it when I do them. He just gives me that look like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I admit they're not good, but that's because I'm pretty convinced that <laughs> if you can do impressions really well, you probably have tonsils, and I don't have tonsils, so I can't do impressions very I well. I do have tonsils, actually. Yeah. See? I'm the only one in my family that has them. Yeah. 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 I have two left feet. <laughs> Well, that's got to be a weird day for you when you get in the shower. Guess, guess how many impressions I can do. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have tonsils and two left feet? Yes, I do. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Well, then, you know. Yeah. Well, I have no idea what we're talking about at this point. shoes must be hell for you. Yeah. No, I just have to steal the other left shoe. <laughs> just reach into that. I have to buy one regular pair. You know, the person that checks out is like making sure that everybody that checks out buys shoes has got a left one and a right one. So you're that one guy that's like, nope, that's right. There's a lot of, <laughs> no, no, that's not a mistake. There's a lot of shoes out there in boxes that just have two right shoes and it's not my fault. <laughs> Anyways. What are I, we talking about? I, I, I don't know. I, Robert's just like, whatever, just go. My, my dad has, le- <laughs> my dad has left and right socks. My dad used to be my mom. <laughs> Okay, well, welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Jason it's Davis. A turn. And I'm here with Mitch, and I'm here with Jonathan. And uh, yeah, if you've Hello. been listening up until this point, God bless you. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, today we are talking about a relevant story. So by the time you see this, it's probably going to be about two weeks old. But, you know, 
probably Batman, you know, we'll see if the Terminator takes over and we're all like standing on an ash <laughs> pile or something because Google's AI is, I will let you finish that statement. Sentient. Thank you. We are arguing about obviously that word, so I'm just not going to say it. But if you ask the internet and you shall receive, and I say that in the opener because, man, I've been struggling to find something to talk about for this episode because <laughs> it's been staring me in the face like a loaded barrel. And I was just like, <sighs> and then I opened up the news feed and then there it was. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> here that's we go. interesting. Yeah. So anyhow, this is what came up. And the, the fact that the rumor of Google's AI being sentient isn't what got me. The part that got me that I couldn't let go of and laughed my butt off was that the moment they're like, oh, yeah, it's sentient. He invites a friend. Hey, come on over and meet, you know, Lambda or however they say it. And the guy that came over is a lawyer. And then Lambda, the new AI that's sentient, sorry, Mitch, is like now a customer is like a client. It retained a lawyer. <laughs> so this AI has retained a lawyer. Uh, yeah. I'll think on that one for a minute. Not how I pronounce the word. You don't pronounce the same you way. You said it fine. I think you, you said sentient. Thank you. So, um, yeah. So yeah. Thank- so it, <laughs> I have to wonder about any living, any, anything that becomes alive and the, its first impulse is to hire a lawyer. Exactly. <laughs> it's like if we I were, have questions. We're that broken as a society. <laughs> you walk yeah. out your front door, you're like, "Oh man, I need to call my lawyer." <laughs> oh, I I am aware. I need a lawyer. What if it just starts lobbing lawsuits just <laughs> left and right? And it it has an unlimited amount of Bitcoin to pay for it. I haven't looked up what papers are being filed, but I'll be honest with you. That's I mean it the. The Reddit story, uh, I forgot the publication it was, but they were like, the lawyers already started like filing paperwork and everything. So now the question is, who's paying this guy? Like, who's paying the lawyer? Well, also, they, they, <laughs> they put the, uh, the engineer or whatever on leave, right? Because he violated the company's confidentiality yeah, yeah. agreement. I think he's what's, watched what's too many What's the movies. AI doing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are they going to... They're going to scrap the. They're going to scrap the whole project because it's violating confidentiality. Um, we need to call the. Uh, we need to call the AI into HR um, and have a talk. <laughs> well, to do that, you have to talk to the AI to get an answer. <laughs> yeah, eventually. We, we we have valued you so highly, but I'm afraid we don't have a place for you anymore. <laughs> well, the funny thing is to kind of give us some backstory about what this thing is. You can actually find this. Google has a blog. It's on blog. Google. Uh, that's so pretty creative. much. It's pretty much it. Yeah, because they run their pro, they, well, they own Blogger, so I mean that's kind of their. They're like, hey, here, you want to read our stuff? Go mm-hmm. to our stuff. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, I've got the URL. We'll try to put it in the video comments and out there. But uh, it's under their technology category, and then uh, subcategory AI. Go figure. But this thing is basically Lambda L A M D A, and uh, they say we've always had a soft spot for language at Google. Early on, we set out to translate the web. More recently, we've invented machine learning techniques that help us better grasp the intent of search queries. <laughs> Think about that, the intent. Mm-hmm. Not what are you queries. really looking for? Right. Over time, our advances in these and other areas have made it easier and easier to organize and access the heaps of information conveyed by the written and spoken word. Now, the only way they can do that is they've been saving every search. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of admitting it, right? Yeah, they've been, yeah exactly. 
Well, that should that make everybody kind of like go like, that thing, <laughs> at least in the aggregate, maybe not, a, and, but probably significantly at the individual level too. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you were ever afraid that anybody was saving those searches you were doing at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> they were. <laughs> Anyways, they yeah, said leave that, that one alone, Jason. Yeah, no, I'm, I am. I'm going to leave that alone. Cause my, I know you noticed my brain go click. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to get one of those uh, infomercial products. I saw a little <laughs> blue light go off over your head. Just set it and forget it. You it kind of depends, though. Sometimes it could be something insightful, or it can be a complete smart-ass remark. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but there's always room for improvement, they say. Language is remarkably nuanced and adaptable. It can be literal or figurative, flowery or plain, inventive or informational that versatility makes language one of humanity's greatest tools and one of the computer scientists computer science's most difficult puzzles and it's also hard to say that word too uh lambda our latest research breakthrough adds pieces to one of the most tantalizing sections of that puzzle and that's conversation and i want to finish that with well thanks google but your robot hired an attorney (laughs) (laughs) and we are no longer allowed to talk about it yeah, um, there has been an evolution of search over the last two years or so that has been in leaps, and this actually is one of the, in my opinion, I think the latest ones. So, yes, Jason Bernard, if you're listening to this, you're going to be back on this show because we got to hash this. Yeah, out. I want to know what he thinks about all this. Um, but uh, or Diana down at Simrush. Yep. Because um, I know she's probably, I'm, I, I know you're not listening with a bottle, with a gla- bottle of wine. I don't know, maybe. Um, maybe but just anyway. a glass. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just a glass. Yeah, it's a mega pint. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> hey, man, I watched every episode of that, and I'm pretty sure they will get back together. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a beautiful reconciliation. Yeah. Anyhow, this Lambda, it's it, the project was about in search intent, and it's about all these things. They have a link in their article that actually cross-links to what they mean by that. So it's interesting that that phrase was hyperlinked. So, but anyways, we'll put that on there. The, the article does have a lot more information. So anytime Google posts something, like when you read something on Reddit, like I did, the first thing I did was like, well, wait a minute, this is Google's. So Google's probably said mm-hmm. something. So let's go to Google and see what Google has to say. Not, you know, yeah. the brother, sister's roommate. Right. You know, so Bert's Bert's blog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love you in gadget and tech crunch, but I'm not going to like, you know, if you got a Google thing you're talking about, I'm going to read it, but I'm going to go verify it. <laughs> All right. What is, just, what is the AI supposed to do? Do you know? I mean, like what's, what's I mean, the big deal? It, it, it was supposed to help the search engine understand language more, I think is the gist of this right. because it is a very complex animal synonyms and grammar and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. well, like they said, intent, I mean, language is great. And one of the, the cool things about human language is, it's not just the words alone. It's the intent behind those words. And there's a perceiving intent is an inherently human characteristic. Mm-hmm. How do you develop that ability to determine intent at that level with a machine, basically? Mm-hmm. How, right. how do you do that? Yeah. I don't know. It's way smarter <laughs> than I am. I just learned how to say sentient today. So... Anyway, I think that uh, whether or not if this is true, you know, it's not really the, de- the debate of the show. It's to highlight that this has been something they've been working on. 
And I've talked before, and we have on had on our podcast before, and explained Google down at a very rudimentary level that it's, it's it's a child. You have to tell the child all that. You can go check out that episode. But there is an AI at work. There is something else at a higher level that is working. There has to be, you know. And uh, because when you're dealing with like branded search and keyword search, paid search, you know, I've kind of been the bold one to go out and say like, here's the four, in my opinion, four branches of SEO essentially is what I'm saying because consumers, the business owner, they don't know. They just, I need SEO. They know that's it. That's as far as they're going to go. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that paid and keyword and branded and you know, that there's, there's differentiation, different layers. Them. Yeah. There's layers. Not saying one is better than the other and you should do one over the other. It's they all work in concert as we always preach about advertising. Mm-hmm. But this is probably the mechanism that I would say is going to be the backbone to stretch across that and support that and, and monitor that. Cause we know in paid advertising, you've got um, page rank, mm-hmm. which to this day, nobody knows what the heck that does. <laughs> and that's in paid, but that's only for paid search ads. Um, you've, you've dealt in paid search a lot and, and worked with, you know, our mysterious behind the curtain nerd no, yeah. that does it. Um, and yeah, I'm always fascinated at that one. <laughs> well, I, I think they're just like Facebook, just like all those ad platforms. I think the goal has always been to give businesses the opportunity to literally put money in a machine and not have to think constantly and make, you know, creative changes and do all this stuff kind of reactively. You know, the, we're, we're looking at data that comes back after a month and then we're making reactions to that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of the way digital ads work now. Yeah, the yeah. goal has always been, especially like if you look at like boosted posts on Facebook, used to not get a lot of the the functionality you would get if you actually went through the ads manager. They've changed that, but the the philosophy has always been, can we give something to business owners, especially small business owners who don't have the budget to bring in an agency or whatever, or don't have huge media budgets? Can we give them something and basically put a coin in the gum machine? They get that they get the gumball out, which is a customer without having to go through this arduous process of analyzing, of testing, of, waiting for the engine to learn about itself and all that stuff. So it's, it's probably getting closer, I would guess. Yeah. But that kind of goes to the thing. Do you want just one customer? Or do you want a lifelong you know, mm-hmm. base of customers? Right. Repeat business. Yeah. And, and uh, brand loyalists. Yeah. So if you want short-term solutions or a short-term like single interaction sale, mm-hmm. that's great. But you're going to have to do that an awful lot, build a sales team, manage that sales team. And it just, you know, to me, that just sounds, it, it's hard to say it. it makes my brain hurt right now saying that. <laughs> so I, I like the pretty as easy, smart as hard. And the old saying of work smarter, not harder, which right. is kind of like a coin phrase of that. I think in the way that really think it through, you know, what is your goal? Then do the strategy. Um, because this animal is like, obviously, I cannot explain artificial intelligence. I'm not qualified. Now, I do know a gentleman that can come on and do that. And uh, and he built robots. So, uh, yeah. Talk about you, Varka. Don't know if you listen, but there you go. Name dropped you. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's something that the... Because we don't really think about that as maybe an economic sector. But when you look at what we talk about DTC... We look at automations now, and all those are things are robots. Who's managing them? Mm-hmm. That's not just mechanics that, like a mechanic on on a truck, that physically touches. Like, oh, this actuator didn't fire off, and now the robot's throwing the toilet paper into the corner and <laughs> not on the truck. That's not just necessarily that. Right. There's an algorithm. There's code. 
have mm-hmm. to know that too. So they're coding and they can turn a wrench basically. And there's a user at the end of it too. I mean, yes. There's, there's somebody who's got a, who's not going to know how to code. Who's not going to know how to, to go deep into development, who needs to be able to use that thing or troubleshoot it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the days when, you know, the cable guy would come to your house and you're like, Oh, he's going to fix the cable. And then he would sit on the floor for hours and you'd be like, are you okay, dude? Cause he's like sweating. Do you need lunch? Yeah. You know? And you're just like, I don't think he can fix. I don't think he can fix my, well, my shows. <laughs> I don't think it's happening today, you start to Martha. Get nervous. You know, your kids. I can't see my stories. Yeah. My stories, Martha. I can't, that's not happening. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just thought that this would be a great kind of a short episode, kind of get you all's feedback about this because well, I mean, Mitch picked I hope, up I hope on it's it. True. It always goes back to you know, in the end, what has it? What if nothing else? What has this done? It's got people talking about Google again. Mm-hmm. It, it's got people it and and kind of putting them in more of a a light that makes people curious and makes people pay attention to them again. It's like okay, the spotlight it kind of maybe wandered away from them. Okay, now it's back. So true or not, it has accomplished a goal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, any P, I mean, there's that saying any, any P, PR is good PR, right? Yeah, unless you're Facebook. Yeah, well, any PR is good PR in this circumstance until What's the, Facebook until the robot gets a bot. <laughs> Excuse me, Meta, whatever, yeah. Meta, that that thing. Yeah, well, the robot's gonna get a body and turn into the nightmare scenario Elon Musk <laughs> talked about. Then no one's happy, Mitch. That doesn't matter. That's all bad PR because <laughs> it's like Sorry. just bring it on, you know. <laughs> well, you got Elon Musk talking about developing an Android, right? And everybody's laughing at that, but I did see, uh, uh, I think it's Boston Dynamics or whatever. Oh yeah, I mean, I looked. The thing's at the, been dancing, flipping. Oh my kind of stuff. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's here. Right. And the facial expressions. I'll, I'm just thinking, and I read this story, and I'm like, how long is Lambda going to figure out the Wi-Fi password and download <laughs> itself? <laughs> you never know. Or just have its lawyer do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Seriously. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, and that's, that's a pretty frightening prospect in and of itself. The first thing that's done is sticking the lawyers on everybody. I think I mean, probably <laughs> the only other thing that could be more scary is if it hired a hitman <laughs> <laughs> and was like, I'm taking over Google. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, it, we, it, it is something, it is interesting to see science fiction because I think of the movie AI, uh, the movie AI, but I also think of iRobot. Mm-hmm. I really think of iRobot more. When I think of these, uh, this issue, I think the, the, there was a very strong message and warning in that movie. And the, one of the things that Will Smith's character said was, you're the smartest, dumbest person I've known. <laughs> and, you know, you got to think about that. Like, you can do fantastic things, but your intent, to Google's point here, intent. It may, mm-hmm. And I've always had this saying that I've adopted that you can have every good intention of doing what you want to do, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to arrive at your destination. Mm-hmm. A practical example is if I want to go to Florida and I get on 65 and I drive north, I'm going to end up in Chicago, not Florida. So my intention may be one thing, but the destination is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I think that as a society, that's always something that it is. Think it through. Yeah. Think it through. Think it through. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a cliche, but it's true. Yeah. So, and it's really funny because in, there's always been this moment in every society, like there was our parents with the atomic age after Hiroshima and Nagasaki being, you know, with fat man, little boy. Cause I do watch a lot of world war two stuff. And, but then I looked at like what was going on around that time and the development of that and everything. And then now I'm seeing this and I'm like, I kind of get why everybody's like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Because what else? I mean, it's kind of like one of the biggest things that you can kind of like land on as a story, you know? 
Like, I'm great. Elon Musk has starships, but that was great. I kind of figured that we're probably overdue for that, really, honestly. Mm-hmm. Probably should have had that 10 years ago, but okay. <laughs> but then you start seeing that story that you and I saw with the robot, frankly, flipping and dancing. Mm-hmm. And then this comes out, and I'm just like, hmm. Put them, put them together. Can, yeah, Let's we, just get it over with. Can we make sure those two those two entities don't ever meet? <laughs> For all we know, that's the lawyer's job to say, like, but, no, they should. Yeah. Depends on if the lawyer specializes in mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> yeah. Well, once again, we have an episode that we're telling you that not always the bright and shiny object should be the thing you go for, and uh, it's going to, like, save the day. might actually be the thing that destroys you. Think it through. Yeah. Think it through. That's going to be the subtitle. <laughs> That's been the subtitle, I think, for like, I don't know, six years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or but, longer. Yeah. But um, we appreciate all of our listeners to this podcast. They tune in, subscribe, like, follow us. Uh, again, you can find us anywhere at NerdBrand Agency as a handle on the web for social. You can also go to nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast, or you can just go to nerdbrandpodcast.com now. And you will find episodes and videos of the show. And um, yeah, I think it's about follow on TikTok. We are there and yep. Instagram. Yeah, you hear it. We have and crossed Facebook. the threshold. Meta. Sorry. No, we're not on Meta. Yeah, we are. Are we are? We get good good traffic from Meta. So don't. What have you done? <laughs> we're John. That's and I where are all the St. Matthews chain are going. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I call don't it Facebook. People. I don't. I refuse to call it Meta. I'm we just had that discussion so i'm gonna i'm gonna fold in you might as well (laughs) and if you see us on youtube leave a comment or leave a topic that you haven't heard us discuss that you think you'd like us to talk about yeah absolutely anyways that's gonna be it for us today and uh remember keep your nerve brain strong